Good evening, friends. This is Vince, and welcome to America Next. Thank you for joining me. This is episode 19, and episode 19 um, will not be a long episode, but I do want to spend a few moments with you to talk about the recent event concerning abortion, the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And as you have seen from the title of this episode, I've said, this is not about life. This is about control. And I will get into that as we go along. As you know, Roe versus Wade was put in place back in 1973. And basically, the Supreme Court upheld at that time that a woman, in simple terms, she has the right to do, have control over her body. Simple, you know. It wasn't anything profound, but it was basic rights. Well, that should not be a big thing to anybody. But it has been bothering the so-called true Christians or fanatical Christians And also, more importantly, it has been bothering the men of America tremendously. Now, when you talk about the Christians, you say, why does it bother the Christians? Well, for many of them, they believe that, you know, abortion is killing. And I respect their opinion. I do. I have no problems respecting someone's opinion when it comes to how you feel about how I should conduct my life. But we got to remember one thing. If you are a Christian and you believe that, that is okay. But your religion nor your belief has any bearing on my personal choices. You see, you cannot sit there and say, in a nation that is as diverse as we have now, when there's Christians, Buddhists, Muslims, and atheists, and all that, that your opinion, because you are Christian, means that you are right. You can't do that. That's where the problem, that's a big part of this problem. You want to say, we are a Christian nation. No, we are a nation who believes in democracy, And that, as our founding father said, you know, that our personal beliefs should guide us, but not be a part of our government. Because once you do that, you are establishing a government based on one belief. And that's not good. You know, you cannot have a a diverse nation and say, we are diverse and and everybody is welcome, but you can only believe one thing. That's not being democratic at all. So that's the big problem, one of the issues when we come to this whole um, abortion issue. The Christian, the fanatical Christian, who feels that their belief should dictate what everybody else does. That is wrong. All you have to do is look at how Jesus led his life. 
He never tried to impose himself on anybody. He provided you with his belief, with his teaching, and it was up to you. It was not mandated. And we cannot do that today. The second issue that I have with the ruling is the ongoing animosity that men have when it comes to women, specifically when it comes to women, the rights of women. Now, you might ask, are you sure that this is driven by men? I said, yes. The biggest fight when it comes to abortion has always been coming from the men. Why? You say, why is that? Well, it's about control. You see, men have been fighting women in this country since the beginning, trying to keep them in a certain place, okay? Just like they had a hard time accepting blacks as equals, they also have a hard time accepting women as equals. I mean, remember, it was, what, 1920 or 30 before they got the right to vote, okay? That's real. And let's think about this. 1958, 57, 58, the first nationwide credit card was made available. Okay? 1958. It wasn't until 1974 when the Fair Credit Act was put in place that allowed women to have credit in their own name. 16 years later. Men were walking around with credit cards, whatever. Now, he could get a credit card and give it to her, you know, his wife. But she had no credit. She could not get credit in her own name. She needed a man to sign on the line, to, you know, be her backup. She could not stand alone. So when Roe came out back in 73... It upset a lot of men. It truly upset a lot of men because they saw women be put in a position when they could go out and do what they want. In their little narrow minds, what they saw was, okay, women now have credit cards. They, you know, they're going into the workforce big time. They're going to start sleeping around. And if they have children, they decide they get pregnant. They don't want it. They're going to abort it. Hey, we, what good is a man? We have nothing to say. You see, for them, it was all about having something to say, having control. And this has been bothering them ever since. So slowly, the two groups, the Christians, the fanatical Christians, and the very small-minded men have been kind of working together trying to stack the decks in our courts so that they can overturn Roe because this means a lot to them. It truly does. For them, it's like, yes, I'm putting you back in your place. You know, as you've heard in the last week since that Roe versus Wade was overturned, you've heard several congressmen, several political people, and several just, you know, big mouth people have been talking about what's next. 
And for, for them, what's next is we want to make sure that abortion is illegal, outright illegal. No exceptions. And you say, what do you mean no exceptions? They say, hey, no exceptions. You say, what about if the young girl, 14 years old, is raped by her, her dad? Well, then she just has to have the baby and put it up for adoption. What about if that woman is raped? She doesn't want the child that, you know, that it was a result of a rape. Well, she has to have it. There is no exception. What about if her life is in jeopardy? And they said that should not be allowed either. Because life is more important. Now, when you think about those, think about those extreme ideas. If she is raped by a family member, she cannot get an abortion. If she's raped by a stranger, she cannot get an abortion. If her life is in jeopardy, maybe, but for the most part, they say no to that as well. You see, they are telling you, women, very clearly, you do not have control over your body. We, men, government controls your body. Now, I don't think those people really understand what they have done. I don't think they understand the monster they have released. Or I should say the anger they have, they have released. You see, in their little minds, women are going to complain for a couple of days and then fall back in line and go back to the way they were 30, 40, 50 years ago and just deal with it. That's not going to happen. The women today, they have, they are 100% different than the women of 50 years ago. And they are not going back. They are not going to take a back seat to some little weak-ass man because his ego is bruised. That's not how it's going to happen. And I applaud the women who are out there who are saying no and hell no. Because you should say that. No man should tell you what to do. You see, people say, well, but what about, you know, you know, the, you know, the, the embryos that are being killed or whatever? I said, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me carefully when I say this. What happens to a person? What happens when a woman decides to get an abortion? It's between her, her doctor, and God. You see, whether or not you agree with what she is doing is not the point. The point is she has a right to do it. It's that simple. If she decides to go out and get tattoos all over her body, she can do that. If she decides to have a sex change operation, she can do that. If she decides to have horns grafted on her head, she can do that. And if she decides to terminate a pregnancy, for whatever reason, that is her choice. That is at the heart of this issue. 
You see, the Christians, the zealot Christians, want you to forget about everything to do with choice. All the thing they want to say is you are a murderer, you are a sinner, God hates you. They don't know what God thinks. God hasn't talked to them. I know God is not talking to them because they lie too much. So God is not talking to these zealots out there. They don't know what God thinks. So just leave it alone. Allow that woman to deal with it in her own way. And then you have the other people who run around and say, you know, if you don't want your child, just have it and put it up for adoption. You know, plenty of us are waiting for a kid to be adopted. Really? Really? Well, as of today in the United States, there are over 500,000 kids waiting to be adopted. Right now. This is before Roe. So now if we, you know, cancel Roe and make all of these women, you know, millions of women start having babies, it's just going to add to that. So where are you now? All of you out there who are saying, you know, you'd be willing to adopt, why aren't you adopting? It's 500,000 kids waiting to be adopted. Another thing, those of you who said, you know, have your baby, take care of it. Well, as you know, our society, any society, has people at different levels, meaning sometimes things go well for an individual and they are in a position where they can take care of themselves and their families. Other times, things do not go well and they cannot take care of themselves and they damn sure cannot take care of them fa their families. There are people out there who are living in poverty. Now, my question to all of you out there who say, you know, have your kids and society will take care of you, guess what? That's a lie. You know why? Because every year, in the last couple of years, the conservative side of politics has been doing everything they can to cut the budget for all of those social services programs. Food, stamps, welfare, you know, child care, on and on and on. The conservative people are constantly cutting those budgets. Constantly. So, tell me. You say you don't, you say you want, you know, you're willing to adopt, but you don't. You say you, a society is willing to help, but you want to take the money away. So what is it? What are you really after? And that's when I go back to what I said before, my friends. It's about control. You see, the rich are con will continue to get their abortions. You know how things have gone on in this country. This thing since 1900. You know, since 1900, every time an upper-class white female, you know, whether she was over 21 or a teenager or whatever, when she became pregnant and the family didn't want it, what did they do? Her friends would say, where is Betty Lou? Oh, Betty Lou's going to spend the summer with friends in, you know, in Florida to get some sun. Well, we all know what was happening. That's right. She went off someplace, had an abortion, put the baby up, either or put the baby up for an adoption if she had it, and came back home. 
Nobody knew any different. Guess what? The wealthy or the well-heeled or people with connections, they will continue to do that. But this change in, in laws is primarily focused on the working class people. They want you working class people to know that you are not in control of your own lives. Women, you're working class. I don't care whether you are making, you know, 50,000 or 150,000, you're working class. And they will make sure that you know that they control you. That is the ultimate goal, is control. They want to make sure that they can put you in their place. We hear it in the language. Every day we hear more of those politicians, either the ones that's currently in office or running for office, making statements about saying disgusting things like, I don't understand why there are so many women pregnant anyway. You know, if you are single and why are you pregnant? How did that happen? Either stop having sex or, you know, take control. Wow. Wow. You know, just totally trying to make it seem like you are somehow some kind of a slut. You're not, you know, you're not worthy of our time because you became pregnant. Now, as we have heard also in the last couple of weeks, there is numerous congressmen or politicians, I should say, that have been, had their mistresses, they pay for their abortion. We know that several of their kids, the women, political women, their families, they have daughters, sisters that have been, that have had abortions. You see, it's that double standard. It's not about, you know, the lives of the babies. No, no, no. It's about control. They have to figure out a way, or they're trying to figure out a way, how to bring women under control. Because they, in their little minds, truly feel that if they can bring women under control, then things will fall back in place. Be like it was, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, when the white male could say and do whatever he wanted to do, and no one challenged him. Well, as you've seen in the last week, the protests that have started, that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's not going away. This is not something that women go say, oh, okay, I'll live with it. No, no, no. No. And the Republicans are now feeling a little nervous. If you're watching the news programs, more of them are trying to figure out a way how to justify it. That they are not trying to control women. They are trying to just, you know, support life. Um, you know, we are here to help. No, you can't change it now, sis. You can't. You were trying to take away their rights. You want to take away their ability to control their own bodies. And they are not going to take that. No modern woman is going to sit back and tell let some man or some government office to say when she can, you know, use contraceptive, for example. Think about it. She has to get permission or she has to go and get special recommendations from, you know, some legal office that she can buy contraceptives. 
because they might not want her to do that. They say, in this state, we don't like that. Women should, you know, if you're going to have sex, you know, you just have sex. And you can, the woman, so what about the man? Shouldn't he use protection? That's, that's his privilege. He doesn't have to do that. It's your job to bear children. So if he decides to impregnate you, then that's what will happen. You see how warped they are? Oh, that's the kind of language they're using. But they realize they made a mistake. And so I say to all of you out there, primarily to the women, you know what you have to do. You know. You control. I mean, think about it, ladies. You have the power. When it comes to, think about when it comes to consumer spending. Who controls Who's the biggest block when it comes to consumer spending? Women. They control the the expenditures for the house. You know, everything to deal with the house, whether getting a new house or all the things to go into it. They, They control the purse springs when it comes to clothing, food, cosmetics, cars. Women control the consumer index. That's because you are large and powerful. So when it comes to this, ladies, use your power again. Vote. Just vote. When you go there, you know, right now, 95% of the Democrats are saying to the women, We believe you should have your choice. We think abortion should be up to you, not the government. 95% of the Republicans are saying the exact opposite. Women should not control their bodies. It should be illegal for a woman to have total control over her body. So women... When it's time to vote, use your power. Use it. Just vote them out. It's really that simple. Just vote them out. And men, all of you out there who believe in a woman's equality, do the same. Vote out those people who want to take away a woman's right. Just vote them out. You see, I'm not going to, you know, we, there's a lot of issues that I have been talking about with you over the last couple of months. But it all comes down to this now. We, the majority, should just vote them out. That will correct, well, not correct, but it will solve the problem. Think about it. Look at the governors that are coming up for, for election in Texas and Oklahoma and, and, and Florida and places like that. These extreme governors. People, just vote them out. Your congressmen, your senators, vote them out. That's all you have to do. And then we will go back. Once we have people in Congress and in government and state government that is for individual rights, 
then we'll begin to pass laws to protect your rights. Congress can pass laws to codify, you know, a woman's right to abortion, make it a federal law that she has the right to do that. Right now, the Republicans, you know, say, no, 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 we're not going to ever do that. And they won't. They will not make it a law because they want to control you. They want you always to be at their control, their mercy. But we can change that. So my friends, like I said, this was not going to be a long episode. But I wanted you to understand that. That this is not abortion. The rights is not about life. Those people who said they are doing it for life, you know, it's maybe a few of them. But most of them are doing it because they want control. And the women, you said, what about the women? The women who are fighting for that, unfortunately, they fall into a category, in my opinion, two categories. Either they are over-religious or they have been brainwashed. You know, if they're over-religious, you know what they think. They just, you know, they see everything in black and white. They're Christians, so everything else is wrong. And as I said before, we can't live that way. And if they're brainwashed, well, they'll go along with these guys. I mean, just look at them right now. There have been women that have sought elections to run for office in the last six months who have said things like, we have to get back to the idea, to the place when a woman knows her place. That she can do a lot of things, but her job is to be supporting the man. He is the ruler of the house, and therefore he should be the ruler of our government. Yes, there have been political women candidates who have said those words. So you see, as I said, this is not about, <laughs> forget all about this is about life. These people are either zealots or they're brainwashed. But we can stop it. Women, you have the power. If all of you go there and vote against those people, problem solved. And men, if you stand with the women and, and support them, it's nothing that we cannot do. Together, we the majority, we the majority, can correct this issue, okay? So that's all I want to say for right now. Remember, guys, I know we are all disappointed, but it's not over yet. It's not going to be over unless you guys don't stand up, continue to protest, continue to write, continue to fight, to continue to scream, but more importantly, vote. If we do that, we got this. Okay? All right, guys. Thank you very much. And let's talk again real, real soon.